welcome back to another episode with me and Candice. And today we have a special guest. I'll let Candice introduce her. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Y'all, listen. We have a fellow 757-er. Okay. Miss <laughs> Kia Lawrence has joined us today. And we're going to talk about her podcast that she has with her husband that she hosts called Married and Unfiltered. We're going to get into that. She's going to give a little background about herself. But first, Kia, we got to start out with a few icebreaker questions. Okay. All right. So you ready? The first one. The first one. Let me know if you could have any superpower, what would it be and why? Any superpower. Hey, I feel like I've done this before, too. But I'm going to say, uh, like, the fast speed jump, where you be going, like, <laughs> fast speed jump. Fast speed jump. <laughs> <laughs> like super speed that's what I'm looking for because okay, I feel like okay. time gets away so quickly now as an as you get older as an adult and it's like I need just a, a, one more minute a couple more hours to knock some stuff out and I think with that I'll be able to move through the day and have extra free time mm. Mm. that's like that makes me think of when people say stuff like you and Beyonce got the same 24 hours remember that <laughs> you and Beyonce I'm like right. damn like, Okay, but she had to have people helping her, okay? She got that special 24 hours. We don't. <laughs> exactly, exactly. All right, so sticking with the whole superpower thing, this is just my, uh, this is my question. Matter of fact, I got to make sure my husband hears this because I'm hoping you, you go my way. But um, who is the best Avenger? Mm. Oh, my gosh. I wish I <laughs> so my husband, my husband is so into this too and I literally just started getting into it like when we met so man I don't know this is hard I'm thinking there is only right, one right, right that's what I'm thinking <laughs> so I mean you know with um I don't know is Avenger I'm trying to think who on the Avenger team is Black Panther on the Avenger team yeah, he part of that crew. <laughs> Candace, why you saying it like that? Because <laughs> he, he, that's, that, that's he not my answer. answer. Um, <laughs> that let me try it again. Uh, <laughs> oh, we, can, we got Captain America? Maybe? Oh, no, I know. Aquaman. Y'all got to give me the, like, the, uh, a little bit of, um... Go ahead, Candace. Give your answer. My answer is Iron Man. I don't don't like Iron Man. Oh, man, I didn't know you was going to be on my... Okay, let me tell you. I represent Black Panther. (laughs) I represent my Black Panther, but Iron Man. Iron Man. Iron Man. Every time they need somebody to save they, the Avengers, it's always Iron Man who gotta come I through. Like it's either his brain or his fight. Iron listen, Man. Listen, he's he a little cocky and stuff, but listen, he he he's smart. He, smart he, he know what he doing. Okay. <laughs> Superpower for being rich, just like Batman. Like I just, I ain't feeling it. But, but he's he better than Batman though, because he actually got the brains mm. to go behind. You see, Batman is just rich, and he got other people to do the stuff for him. Iron Man be doing saving this a day. You know that. They've been working now. They got raw talent. Like yes. Yes. With a hammer. Yes. Now I'm about Thor and Aquaman. <laughs> now those are my two Avengers. That's it. I don't even think. I'm saying this part of the other group. Right? Off of their looks. I mean, 
yeah, oh yeah, because the best looking superhero is definitely uh, uh, Aquaman. Yeah. But I mean, okay. they, they, the best they, they, they too fine to not like talk about it. I mean, <laughs> it is what it is. Yes. <laughs> Okay, so I got I got a few more for you though. I got a few more for you. All right. Um so well, let me if ask this first cuz cuz you may be too young for this. Growing up, did you listen <laughs> Did you listen to your parents' music? Oh, absolutely. Okay. So, Michael Jackson or Prince? So, I'm going to have to say Michael Jackson cuz I really didn't know who Prince was until I got a bit older or even understood. You know, you hear it, but I didn't really understand Prince until I got older so I grew I got up, you. I, I, I would say I, more I on Michael that. Jackson because he was more in that era. Like, um, I knew the albums and music and things that came right. out. Prince was a right. little bit, a lot of bit before my time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Michael kind of is just, even though like Prince has timeless classics, Michael is a generational. Yeah. I can't yeah, explain I like it. It's yeah. generational. Yeah. All right. So going to the movies. Coming to America or Harlem Nights? Mm-hmm. Oh, Lord, you really making me show my little bit of age. <laughs> so I've literally seen Harlem Nights one time. <laughs> okay. So okay. I would have to say coming to America. Okay, okay. <laughs> that's that's usually, that's one. I'm like, ah, you know. Yeah, no, I, you I, I remember it's a good yeah. some kisses. They're both very good, but um, probably Harlem Nights. Cause all the all the comedians yeah. up in there, yeah. Um, shoot, I was just watching Life the other day. And I was like, dang, I always forget how funny life is. But mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> um. All right, last one, last one. What are you currently like? What's your show currently like? What What are you binge watching? What is Kia Lawrence watching? <laughs> what does she love to watch? Oh, when she gets the time to watch when TV. I get the time to watch TV. So, can I say what I'm waiting for something to come on right now? Sure. Sure, sure, sure. You, we'll is that. it you with the crazy? Oh, yeah. oh my God! Yeah. Yes. I'm, say, Joe, I'm ready to see Joe in action in his crazy life <laughs> on Netflix. That's what yeah. I'm waiting for. <laughs> okay, so okay. I like I feel yeah. like the time these past few months have been insane. So I haven't really stuck with anything. I've been watching basically things that can just I can fall asleep to. So I'll watch. Don't judge me. Trolls, they got one on Hulu and they got one on Netflix. <laughs> and I think I love Poppy because she's so positive and I want to go to sleep to that so I can have positive dreams right. and wake up to positiveness. Right. And just like cartoons, like I watch Bromish, but that's just very stuff that I don't have to invest time into. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. I get that. And plus, I don't know, I was I was funny too when like when I was pregnant about certain things I watched at night and all that. My know. dreams be off the chain, and I'm like, <laughs> I, I never can remember my dreams, but now I can give you a whole different story about what's going on. So I don't know about that. I need them to be positive. I don't need no zombies, no vampires, no nothing coming after. Me. Right. <laughs> exactly. Okay, so that's that's all I got for you in terms of the little icebreaker questions. But I, I do want to get into now your podcast that you share with your husband. But before we actually get into the podcast part, I wanted you to give us a little background about yourself and how you guys met. And I want to also know if you're the typical military spouse who said she would never marry a military man because we are part of that club. So I just want to know if you're part of that club too. <laughs> so if that's a lot of those three questions, a lot of questions going on. So I would think I'm going to start with the... Um, I would never marry a military man. So I was actually raised also, I think like you both with military father. 
Um, so I grew up uh, also in the military. So I knew when I turned 23, I'm going to marry me a military. I'm going to graduate college, marry me my military man, get my benefits, and live my whole best life. But that was my mindset. I grew up Virginia was mostly military area. So that's that's what you saw success be. I hate to say basically. That's what I saw success be. So I just knew I was gonna marry me a military man. That ain't happened. But he just happened to, you know, come around. I was a twenty 26, 25, 26 when I met him. And I was already established. I had my own thing going. I'm like, mm, I don't know. I don't really need him like that now. I got my own thing. You know, I, I got a new definition of what success is at this point. So um, it, it just gets a little bit different. But I, I would say I was on the other side that I wanted one, but it didn't quite work out. And it happened much later than I anticipated. So I guess in total fruition, it was what I expected. But um, that's yes, the how about the military piece. How we met was uh, good old millennial meeting. So it was a right swipe on Tinder, <laughs> which is absolutely insane to me because I've never done online dating. He was literally like the second person I went on a date with because I think, I don't know, I felt like people were just kind of creepy and, you know, this is not normal and stuff like that. So we met online and it just worked out and that was like the only person I met I mean well dealt with online after him being the second person so I guess that's like my relationship the military background but then the most important part about me so like you said I'm from Virginia um I guess just like the background piece I went to school at Virginia Commonwealth University um right after school which is in Richmond and then um i basically work in consumer goods, which is like a manufacturing industry background. So I've had a few jobs working for companies like Super Value, Kellogg, and now I work for Kimberly Clark. And basically my goal, I, I guess I feel like I'm just finding out now what it is that I want to do. And I feel like I'm just finding out what I want to do when I grow up kind of. And it's like, I, I want I, you don't see a lot of people like yourself that look like yourself in these industries. And I want to be mm-hmm. able to bring that to, to the industry and they're not people aren't as authentic as they say I feel like when you get in certain levels certain roles people kind of forget about who they are and forget about how hard they had to work to get there and mm-hmm. I don't want to forget about that I want to make sure that the next person coming up can get that support and mentorship from me and they don't have to have to struggle or try to find someone or feel constantly left out to get there so that I know it's very career driven I've always had that career piece but that's like this big focus and all the work, I guess, I put behind it from external work and internally. That's okay. awesome. And so how long you and your husband been married? Four years in October. Four years in October. <laughs> I'm confident in that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, so let us know how... How did you uh how did you guys come up with the idea of starting this podcast? So it's kind of funny because this is not the first time it's been bought up. Like over years, people have said, You guys are so funny, y'all need to do something in the podcast. And I'm like, that's not me. I don't want people to know my personal life. I don't feel comfortable, mm-hmm. you know, exposing what's going on. But Ramon was very persistent and I mean he put I'm all about planning, I'm all about, you know, setting up it's a plan of action execution, and he did it. And I'm like all right, I can't I can't argue with it because you you follow mm-hmm. through. You did what you needed to do to get there. So um 
he kind of does all the hard work and I just show up. That's what I say. So <laughs> that's, <laughs> but, me. that's me. I just show up. <laughs> he, do all, he does all the editing. Um, we come up with the ideas or the conversation, the topics together. But um, overall, he manages that piece. I'm going to try to start learning a little bit because uh, once I have this baby, I'll have a little bit more time to do So right. um, we'll see how that all goes. Okay, so like, what are y'all hoping to accomplish through the podcast? Or like, you can kind of give me a background of like the purpose for the podcast. So my thoughts of Married and Unfiltered is in society, people tell you being married is supposed to be a certain way. I am no expert. I am no, or we are no experts or no counselors or anything like that. But I do think marriage has changed from when my parents were married, when my grandparents were married to today. And society tells you a woman's supposed to do this or um, you're supposed to do, do this and that for your husband or two married people shouldn't be having a good time partying out or, you know, just, 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 I feel like mm-hmm. a lot of fictitious uh, information and we are just in a different generation. We should be able to do what we want to do with, un- unapologetically at the end of the day without having outside noise or worrying about what other people say. So with Married and Unfiltered, our goal is to get, provide a different perspective of what a marriage looks like. We've only been married for four years. Have we had any crazy trials and tribulations? <laughs> you know, things here and there. But I mean, I just want to want to show the world or people out there that it doesn't have to be what society tells you. And you can always look over and beyond that and do what works for you. Because what works for you doesn't necessarily work for the next person and vice versa. Exactly. Right. I would say exactly. Because I've had me and Mary were just having a conversation about this not too long ago in another interview. Um, where I was talking about how one of the things that me and my husband had to learn was like, obviously we grew up in two different households. Right. And both of our parents were married. Um, and so we have our idea of what marriage is supposed to look like based upon our experiences through witnessing our parents' marriage, you know, the good and the bad, you know? So you try to, you take that initially and you try to bring that into your marriage of this is how I supposed to be, this is, you know, because of what you saw. And then you get in process of learning who y'all are, you know, together. And then it kind of works itself out where you realize, Hey, this is what works for us. This is who we're going to be. And it doesn't have to mirror what our parents were, or we don't have to be worried about what our parents went through. If that's not who we are, you know, like in terms of the bad that may, um, be within another marriage or something like that. So I completely understand what you're saying about just getting used to that idea of, Hey, it's, it's not one way to do this. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's not the same. So I think that's, I think that's wonderful that y'all are doing that. Um, I, I was actually recently listening to one of your recent episodes and for anybody who hasn't checked them out, you guys need to check them out. They're so cute and they're so open, which that's, that's honestly pretty amazing because, um, I, I think at times that could be hard to expose yourself like that, um, especially when it's something like, your, you know, what I'm saying like your marriage. Um, but I think uh, it was it was actually the 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 game that, that y'all played that was called Skin Deep or something like that. The Yeah, the couples. Like, I think I thought that was pretty cool with y'all, you know, asking each other questions and like I said, and doing that in front of everybody. And I think it brings a lot of authenticity to your podcast and um and. The basically what you got, you know, your purpose that you're you're pushing with the podcast. So I think that's I think that's amazing. Thank you. Yeah. And I just kind of like add on to that piece. I just you always hear a lot of outside noise where people talk about what you know what your marriage is supposed to be and how things 
you know, if it doesn't look right to them, it's not right. So I just think that's just what we're trying to do with the podcast. And to your point, just being authentic and open and seeing that everything's not perfect. I don't love everything he does and he doesn't love everything I do. So it's okay. And I, I would say it's pretty normal. Again, not a counselor, not a psychiatrist or anything, but it's normal and people deal with it and you find different solutions for your marriage for yourself. Yeah, I think um, you guys' concept for y'all podcasts is is excellent because um, I feel like a lot of people in our generation, they have these, oh, marriage goals or trying to live up to the expectations of their parents' marriages or their grandparents' marriages when, like you said before, we all, we in a different generation. Um, society has changed a lot and a woman don't have to stay home and cook and clean and take care of the kids. She can work. She can be independent as well. Mm-hmm. So just, <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> But um, yeah, just, yeah I'm just yeah, I like that concept <laughs> of y'all <laughs> podcast. So um, that's that's great work, and just you guys just putting it out there and being real with everybody because, again, going on social media and stuff, people will post what they want y'all to think and see. Like, oh, they just living their life, but you when they back at home by themselves they having so many issues and you wouldn't know about it but just being real and authentic like hey some days he get on my nerves i can't stand him i can go a whole week without talking to him i'm gonna give him the silent treatment but at the end of the day you know that we all human and we all go through these issues but it's about coming together as one and you know being on the forefront so yes i like what you guys are doing thank you so much i'm glad to hear that (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so where are you guys because i know you have a youtube page but i don't know if you wanted to let everybody know where they could kind of reach out to or you know reach out to listen to you guys and also watch on your youtube page and stuff I'm like that i try to do this I, I if you ever watch the very end of the video i really suck at it but i'm gonna do my best so <laughs> like subscribe <laughs> um and comment on our facebook instagram twitter and youtube at married unfiltered it's all spelled the same. Um, so we're interested to have more viewers and getting more comments and more feedback from folks. We even got our first negative comment, which was like a little nerve-wracking. Oh, what? what was that? Yes. Oh, tease. Don't make me pull it up. Don't make me pull it up now. But basically, it was actually on the one you talked about, the skin deep, where she basically said that a lot of the questions were around me answering. It was around Ramon's son. As I've said, I've been open about this, is that's probably one of the most difficult parts in our marriage is that Ramon has a, a child outside of our um, our marriage. Um, but prior to me, not like during. Yeah, I'm trying to yeah, like, say, say, say that because the way you just were it, <laughs> you got to say that again. But I was just, I was just about to stop you. Like, you wait, wait, y'all, wait, y'all. <laughs> prior to us even being together, but um, <laughs> that part is always difficult because, um, and on top of that, it's not like his son is here; he lives in another state. So, and Ramon's in the military, so you guys know that background and how that all works. But basically, the comment is around me not, never accepting his son and that, um, we will, yeah, (laughs) and that we, you know, almost like we're kind of pitiful and that Ramon is not doing a good job of being a father because he puts me before his child. And it was just a lot of, I'm like, oh, wow, my little feelings, my feelings was hurt. Listen. But I had to step back and, you know, you got trolls, you got people who um, mm-hmm. have their own opinion. I mean, you're just being authentically yourself. I mean, you can, I think this goes back to the whole topic of married and unfiltered. You can't let what other people's outside thoughts 
come into your marriage because if it does it's going to mess up your marriage in general yeah. so if i was so worried about what she thought what she had to say or what anyone had to say that could ruin my marriage in the long term because i'm so worried about well oh he doesn't take care of his son or he you know just what other outside thought he's not trying hard enough but i know what's going on because i'm here every day exactly mm-hmm. and that's all that matters you you know you know firsthand what's going on so let that negativity just stay where it is because people are so quick to get behind a keyboard and talk 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 and state their opinions but at the end of the day it don't even matter it don't exactly and i know that's easier said than done though <laughs> yeah i had my little moment but um we had some good support teams his sister was like she done went on the, on the girl made me feel a little better my neighbor had my back i'm like okay i, I feel good i ain't crazy now <laughs> yeah, team. yeah okay i'm happy now i'm good <laughs> but yeah but that's like like you said just obviously like i said with y'all exposing so much information and being open um it's interesting because obviously the deeper you get, the the more you open yourself up to possibly. Oh yeah. I guess getting wounded. I guess you could say I don't know what the right phrase is, but so um, it, I mean it's good that you guys are still able to you know push through and 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 deliver your message and stuff. But so so far for you, um, has there been any? I guess huge difference. Um, from your perspective of marriage from the time, you know, you were just dating and maybe just, you know, we're thinking about marriage versus you actually guys, you know, you guys being married now. Like, was there, is there anything that you would like point to like, yeah, I didn't know this was going to happen. or I didn't know it was going to be like this or, oh, I was surprised that this turned out this way. So I will say, um, I feel like we got married a lot later than most people do. So I was 27. Ramona's like maybe 30, 33. So I feel like we had that time to learn who we are and learn ourselves a bit more and mm-hmm. understand what we want. So I came in like, this is me, this is who I am, and we're going to accept it. And he came in, this is him, this is who, who he is, and we're, we're going to accept it. And That's we're not awesome. forcing ourselves to adjust to one another. Um, just from a kind of experience, I would even say my own parents, you kind of see, they got married all, like real young um, when my dad was first military. So they he kind of adjust to my, my crazy father way. Candace met my crazy daddy. So, <laughs> so like, you kind of adjust the way. <laughs> no, but you just kind of adjust the ways easily. But this goes back to the, we're just in a different society and I'm, or a different generation. And we kind of understand what it is that we want. And we can talk about it. We can talk about the things we don't like. We can communicate about the issues. But we are always going to be ourselves first. So I would say... The foundation coming into the the marriage, I would definitely say was strong because we knew what we wanted before. So it wasn't me trying to find myself. I feel like I, I you you change every year, every day, whatever you do. But I wasn't in this lost puppy phase. I don't feel like like before I met Ramon, I didn't know what I wanted. I didn't know how to make me happy. I was constantly trying to make somebody else happy. Because before mm-hmm. I met Ramon, I was in a six year relationship from nineteen to like twenty four, twenty three. So, like, I was constantly trying to make this person appease this person. And I didn't want to, you know, I obviously didn't want to do that again. <laughs> so I knew what, I, right. what I wanted. So I would also say, like, going going into the marriage as well, I think living together was a thing for me. Um, I'm so used to, we're used to having our space. Because um, him being mm-hmm. in the military, we got married. He was away for two years. 
and then we get into this, we buy a house, not just get into a house, we buy a house together, and it's like, whoa, I see you every day, like, <laughs> every, every day, and then COVID, <laughs> so that was that was kind of new and like I said we haven't been married that long so it'll be four years in October and two of those four years we're not even together so <laughs> he was in Germany um so I, I think we're constantly adjusting all the time but the foundation of knowing who we are I think helps build the marriage itself so we're we're changing every day and I'm sure once this little baby comes it's going to be a whole new world when of things to accomplish and get over. Yeah. Oh, that's gonna be so cute. Yeah. Matter of fact, you gotta you gotta tell me your plate again because I remember we were out eating. You said um, the it was like three things that you said you want to have as soon as you drop her, as in deliver her, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> you, said, you said tiramisu. What was what it was two more? Ha- Casamigos, mm-hmm. Casamigos tequila, a shot of Casamigos tequila, okay. and mm-hmm. eggs okay. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> that's all the stuff. What a combination. Yeah, so I'm ready for I was like, yeah. You may have a stomach ache <laughs> afterward, but together you want that all at once? <laughs> no, no, no. I want a breakfast, uh, a happy hour shot, and then a dinner dessert. Okay, I got you. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna have to work that in. I was gonna say, is there anything else you would like to leave our listeners about your podcast or anything y'all have coming up that you would like to leave and let us know about anything man i wish i was way more prepared with that part but <laughs> <laughs> well we we did change the podcast and now every two weeks because once a week was a little bit tough but i would say tune in i feel like the next episode that is going to air is going to be a good one because it should be around um basically who we were before we met we, we said turn a hoe into a housewife and turn a husband into a housewife so kind of <laughs> okay, the, okay you know not it's a bit explicit, but the idea of you can be who you were before and you can still be a married person. I feel like people act like women can't live their whole best life, just like these men be out here living their best life and get married. You act like you got this dirt on you and stuff and they ain't no good. But we still, we still like fine wine. We still fine china right Okay. Here. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> and men do their dirt and men, you know, do their thing. So I would tune into that because that's a pretty good perspective and a good conversation. Awesome, awesome. Oh, I, you know, one question that I completely forgot to ask you was, I know you said, because basically you you had your career before you guys got married. So has there been any adjustment since um, getting married in terms of like from, from his military lifestyle per se that has affected your marriage in any kind of way, good or yeah, bad? Yeah, so absolutely. That's part of the reason why I didn't go to Germany um, was because... We knew if I went to Germany, that would have put my career at a plateau. I was kind of at that peak area where you're getting, you know, you're finally getting the network of people and you are past that entry level position and, you know, building those skills. And I knew if I went to Germany, I wouldn't be able to do any of that because they didn't have that the type of work I do um, in that area. So we made the decision for me to stay here so I can continue to pursue my career. Yeah, <laughs> and um, so coming back now, we were blessed, and he actually got stationed here in Florida. But now I'm unable to move or relocate until he retires, which is only four years from now. But that is now a little bit of a struggle where I want to grow, but you can't grow unless you move because my corporate head off corporate office is not 
in this area. I kind of do a field role or outfield role. So I've been like advocating for myself on I'm doing this, this, and this. So if my future plans is to remain with this company, I should be able to do X, Y, and Z role remotely without there being an issue. I have proven that over the past five years and it shouldn't be a problem. So that part's really tough because I I wanted, I'm obviously supporting him and we knew this was the plan, but it's frustrating that companies don't see it that way at times. And Mm -hmm. I feel like that's going to lose a lot of retention for folks because I can't just get up and go whenever you want me to. I think it's this man mentality that men, you know, men would stay home and men would travel and they would, you know, just uproot the whole family because this woman didn't, didn't um, work or what, you know, didn't have, I guess, the prime, the prime income holder. But now with women being that they think it can work the same way. I mean, if a woman has a child, like what's, that sometimes that can unfortunately hold you back because you're like, oh, I don't want the baby yet to go to a new school or I'm, I don't want to move right. while I'm having a baby or whatever the case may be. I think a lot of that needs to be taken into consideration. So those are some of the type of things like internally that I talk about and kind of advocate for on a small scale and <laughs> make, make my voice mm-hmm. heard. But if you don't make your voice heard a little bit, sometimes it will get overlooked. So me being pregnant, I make sure within the company at, at a good time. I wanted that it's okay to tell people that you're pregnant. It's not like this thing I should be ashamed of or something right. I have, have to hide from anybody. Because a man, if the, it was on the other side and the man's wife was having a child, there wouldn't be an issue. And and also the whole being black thing too. Let's, not, let's yeah. just keep it real. Because white people can do something totally different than we can, unfortunately. So I want to be able to kind of make it okay and be a normal that yes he is pregnant yes um she'll be going on maternity leave but i can still do my job and excel at doing my job and you know that's a whole yes, nother yes. topic we can dive into because that, that one right there that, yes <laughs> oh my goodness yes we i don't understand why we it like especially for us like black women why why do we feel the need that we have to hide our pregnancy because it's almost like we're almost contemplating like okay well if we tell them we're pregnant like if you don't have a job, will they still hire us or the potential of not being able to keep your job, you know, and it shouldn't be like that. No lie. Y'all. I seriously remember when Irv was stationed out in uh, Colorado when I was pregnant with my daughter, my firstborn. I remember trying to find an outfit where I could literally hide my belly during the interview because I was like, you know, I don't want that to be the topic of mm-hmm. discussion. And I'm kind of like, well, when are you expecting to have this baby? Because we need somebody that's going to be here for the next couple of months. And if you, if you look at the dip out on us in a few months, you know, I didn't, I didn't even want to deal with that. So I was just trying to find things that was going to, you know, where I could go in there and kind of like play it off. And then once I got the job, just be like, so by the way, y'all, <laughs> but um, yeah, that was, it was, it was horrible. But I'm like, I, I just almost felt like if I would have just walked in there, just showing it, it really would have been like a okay, no, mm-hmm. you know, ain't, ain't no point in even doing this interview, ma'am. You might as well turn around and go on. <laughs> so it's, you know, we shouldn't feel like that because I've, I've seen white women come from other companies and they'll be like six months pregnant. And I mean, I don't know the background, the details, but I'm confident in my heart they're not going to come from no company and not get no maternity leave or nothing, you know, coming from their stability to a new company with no maternity mm-hmm. leave. So, like, right. they do it with ease. And I'm like, why do we have to continue to hide that? So I'm, I guess I'm working through it because I have no clue what to do. And But all during this process, and I know I can't move and all that stuff for work, I'm still like, well, 
you know what that sound like that seemed like I need to go on somewhere else where somebody wants to have me so was I still looking while I was pregnant yes were there some people who contacted me yes I mean is there some possible things out there that could happen yes and I I kind of been reading up on what you should do while you're pregnant and explaining how you should um interview so there's a lot of the stuff is saying you should be up front at the end of the day it's illegal as hell for them not to hire you they'll have an yeah, excuse I, I, be you know? all, I got all the um the uh the diversity pieces i'm like i'm pregnant i'm black i'm young i said y'all go ahead and try it with me i got it all so if y'all think that y'all ain't hiring me i'm mm, you ain't hiring me because i'm a woman and i'm pregnant Okay. <laughs> it's 2021, 2021 baby. baby. Okay. Y'all can't do that. Exactly. <laughs> you can't do that. So um, it, it's a difficult piece to navigate. And I would say, especially in corporate America, we just don't have a lot of people who look like us or even the guidance or mentorship to help us get to, you know, that point. So like I said in the beginning, kind of about myself, that's something that is really near and dear to my heart. And even if, like, I won the lottery tomorrow, I still would somehow want to be able to help black women, black women specifically grow within corporate America. Cause there's so many opportunities. I tell people what I do. They're like, what, how, how you do that girl? <laughs> I mean, I just stumbled upon it, but it's, it's I don't want to say it's easy, but anybody can do it. And it's a good career to have, but we don't know about it because they don't, they don't be out. They're not out there for us looking for us. So I want to be that the person in the room. Y'all ever seen Ham- Hamilton? The, uh, the play. I haven't seen hey. it. Oh, don't have to start singing now. Never mind. All right. Never mind. <laughs> basically, it's a song they say they want to be in a room where it happens. And I said, basically, in the decision room where people make the decision of who's going to be in certain roles and who's going to take on leadership and career development so on forth. So I'm like, I want to be in a room where it happens at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like that. That's good. Well, I mean, with that, first of all, we we definitely want to thank you for coming on. We appreciate your time. We appreciate, you know, everything you've, uh, all the knowledge you've brought today. And guys, definitely check out their podcast, Married and Unfiltered. I'm telling you, you won't be disappointed. You won't be disappointed. Um, Before we close out, we always like to say our little affirmation. So we're going to get into that real quick. Um, I am enough. I have the power to create the life I desire. I am worthy of my dreams. I am worthy of my dreams. Yes. So thank you again, Kia, for coming on. You got to come back on because, girl, you just almost turned this into a whole different type of episode. Don't holler at me now. I have. I'm going to have time, time. So really holler at me. All right, then. Thank you so much for having me. Yes, we appreciate it. No problem. And remember, go ahead, Mary. Can I? I was about to. Dang. And remember, Shine says, you got this. You got this, girl.